Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely terrific day today. Hope you guys had a fantastic, blessed, awesome Thanksgiving day yesterday. Hope you guys enjoyed the tape that we ran. It's a good show. Hope you guys had a good time with family and ate some good food. I know I did. My wife made a bunch of really good foods. We had everybody over, and it was a good time, and got to hang out with everybody for a while. So it was a nice, chill day. And, you know, again, Thank you for the support of Health Masters and making us your number one supplement stop shop. And thank you for the continual emails and everything you do for Health Masters and getting the truth out there. I got a president yesterday. It was a package. I don't know what it was. And it was a, uh, it was a baby gift for my new up-and-coming son. It was basically some homemade like clothes are really, really nice from uh, Ivan and Sabrina Hollick. And I was really appreciative of that. So thank you guys. I, I saw that this morning when I got in here and went through it. And Lana's going to love it when I bring it home to her. Some really cool stuff. And uh, again, just stuff like that. I didn't expect it, not asking for anything. But again, I really do appreciate when people go out of their way to do stuff like that. It shows that we're actually making a difference and we actually have people that really care about us as well. And so again, thank you for that on this Thanksgiving week. And you guys know if you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com, the thanks five coupon. T-H-A-N-K-S and the number five, thanks five. That's 5% off store-wide. That's kits, three-packs, food buckets. I don't care what it is. If it's on the website, it works with the coupon, which you guys know I only do this like one time a year because it chews through the margins pretty hard with you know big sale products that are already in kits and then putting a net additional discount on them. So if you want to take advantage of that on this Black Friday sale, be sure to do that because that sale will be ending soon. So again, thanks five, store-wide. And also, too, be sure to check out the Ashwagandha X extract really really good formula helps out with mental stress and physical stress and also can help out with sleep quality that's on sale right now for 10 percent off this product of the week and of course you could throw the coupon code on that if you want as well and be sure to vote for what you want to see when next week got a bunch of support products that did all different support adrenal support immune support memory support prostate support thyroid support those are all listed up to vote for product of the week so be sure to vote for what you want to see when on those and take advantage of the sale today at healthmasters.com thanks five and again this is something that i continually encourage my friends and family and i did yesterday i talked to some friends that basically were asking me about their kids and some stuff that they're doing with their children and i can encourage them to really start getting involved and understand what's happening with the school systems if you don't already do so and i know i bring this up a lot the reason why i bring this up a lot is because it's a very serious topic if you guys saw early last week new york governor kathy hochel the absolute nightmare just dictator that she is they now have come together and she wrote an executive emergency order now this is crazy guys this is something that we've never seen happen before in the united states we have a governor that signed an executive emergency order saying that new york state has zero tolerance for hate and any type of hate speech or any type of hate crimes will not be tolerated okay Got that. We understand. Well, now she has signed an executive order that will mandate all K-12 through schools to immediately implement courses on spotting conspiracy theories, misinformation, disinformation, and hate speech. I kid you not. She has now stated that all New York schools starting immediately must teach students how to recognize and deem things as conspiracies, misinformation, and disinformation. She explained how this would be deployed along with more ways to crack down on hate crimes and speech and the virtual world that she discussed. She went on later on to say here, 
She said, first, let me share with you, we've already taken an action to protect our vulnerable communities and protect physical security. And then she goes on to talk about what they're doing with this executive order with the school system and how essentially all teachers are going to be required to teach a curriculum now based on identifying conspiracy theories, hate speech, and misinformation. This is unprecedented in the school system for a governor to now step in and put an emergency order mandating that something has to be taught that has no basis in the school system. This is straight up pure government indoctrination now. They're not even trying to hide it in the school system in New York. The fact that she is using a conflict between two sandbox countries on the other side of the world as an excuse now to come in and start mandating propaganda to be taught to young children is beyond me. I'll be honest with you. I mean, this, I, I knew she was a nightmare, but the fact that she had signed executive order on this shows you that they are not playing. They're going after the kids. They always have been going after the kids. This isn't a joke to them. This is what they're doing. And so again, back to my original point and stating, You've got to make sure you're vocal and you're active with whatever your kids are involved in and what they're being taught right now in the school system because there is so much negative stuff being pumped out there. And again, if you have any ideas or any other options other than public school system, I highly recommend you look at it now because a lot of these platforms are not what you think it is. That's why there's so many kids that are basically going into homeschooling and homeschool co-ops now and literally own schools being started as homeschool co-ops. Like when we started down here in Florida a few years back, they're starting to pop up all over the country. And I'm getting emails from people all over the country. They're saying the exact same thing and they're doing the exact same thing. That's when you got the mainstream media discussing how the far right or having more and more children homeschooled. That's because of crap like this. I mean, when you have a governor sign an executive order, an emergency executive order that all children have to immediately be taught K through 12 about conspiracy theories and misinformation and disinformation and hate speech. This is beyond me, but it's not surprising. It's just a little shocking, I guess you could say, because they're really playing their hand now on cracking down on freedom of being able to speak freely and have the ability to think freely. That's the other factor that a lot of people fail to realize. Free speech is a standard. That's a staple. It's a it's First Amendment. But being able to freely think is something that a lot of people don't analyze as much. Because what happens is when your speech is stifled, when you're told what you can and can't talk about online, when you're told how you can and can't do this and you can't do that, you start to change the way you think. You stop thinking about certain things. You stop discussing certain things because of your fear of reprisal, and that's what they're doing now is they're trying to prevent people from even having the option to hear the truth. Not here on this show. Not here. Not today. We're not putting up with it. Keep getting the truth out there every day, my friends, and keep continually supporting those that are speaking up and talking about what's really happening. What do you think, Dad, and how are you doing this morning? Oh, Dawson, I'm doing great. I hope everybody had an incredibly great Thanksgiving. I played a really good show for you guys yesterday, and if you missed it, you got to listen to this one. Uh, I dealt with you know different philosophers from the 1800s, and I talked about the multi-dimensions of time, space, and where the holographic imagery comes from. And how we can change the very fabric of space-time by our thoughts and by our prayers. And I went into detail on it. And so this is one of those shows you don't want to miss. you got to see it. And we got to listen to it. Well, pretty soon we'll be seeing it because we'll be on video pretty quick. Hopefully by the first of the year we'll be on video. But the reality is, is that that show was one of the best I've done. 
and it goes into detail on things that you guys are always talking and asking me about as far as the esoteric. I talk about what CERN does. I talked about who Aleister Crowley was. I talked about Jack Parsons from NASA. who started Jet Propulsion Laboratories. All these different things I go into detail with yesterday. The Masonic Lodges, all of it. You know, it's interesting when we talk about the Masonic Lodges. You know, mo- mo- most people forget when, Do- when, Do- when Donald Trump went and spoke at basically Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum and talking about how he and Schwab were friends. And they talked about it, you know, all the different things as far as the New World Order, et cetera, et cetera, at that particular conference. In addition to that, Donald Trump was continuing putting out Masonic hand signs during the presentation. This is an article from Wine Press News that says, remember when Trump spoke at the World Economic Forum with his good friend Klaus Schwab? Yeah. Mr. President, thank you for your speech and congratulations for what you have achieved for your economy, but also for your society. We discussed here very intensely the questions of inclusiveness, but all your Trump's politics certainly are aiming to create better inclusiveness for the American people. Klaus Schwab, end quote. This is who Donald Trump's rubbed shoulders with. They're good buddies. And so we have to understand this as Trump is continuing to flash Masonic hand signs doing this. And I talked about that yesterday, who the Masons were and how they got involved with America, et cetera, et cetera. It's a really, really, really good show. And then there was an article here from the Burning Platform this morning, and I thought it was very good. It says, has America been set up as history's ultimate bumbling villain? Article by Brandon Smith. Good article. He goes, the high priest of academic and official history love a good villain for two reasons. First, because good official villains make the struggles and accomplishments of good official heroes even more awe-inspiring man of the white hat, the man of the black hat. And second, because nothing else teaches or propagandizes the masses more thoroughly than the social or political lessons inherent in the documented rise and fall of the world's most despicable habitants, like you know Adolf Hitler and all the rest of them. We get shivers of fear and excitement when we discuss the evils and the foul follies of ancient monsters like Nero or Attila the Hun or Caligula or Mussolini or Stalin or Goebbels or Mao or Pol Pot or so and so and so on. We take solace in the idea that we are nothing like them and our nation has moved beyond such animalistic behavior. Why, an entire culture steps off the edge of the abyss into the realm of social psychosis. The world often changes forever in a ways that, at least on the surface, seem to bring humanity a little closer together. It does not. The fall of Rome led to the eventual rise of dominant Catholic theocracy and the rulers of royal blood lineage that lasted for centuries in Europe. The flames of World War I and the destabilization of the Kaiser's Germany led to the formation of the League of Nations. Rothschild, a first attempt at global governing authority designed to maintain world peace. World War II of the Third Reich resulted in the considerable horrors which established the United Nations. Rothschild was supposedly meant to prevent from ever occurring again. The decline of the British Empire saw the implosion of cultural colonialism. Rothschild and the rise of corporate colonialism. Rothschild, which centralized immense power into the hands of the banking class. Rothschild as new official oligarchs of our modern era. The collapse of the Berlin Wall, Rothschild, and the abandonment of the Soviet Union was lauded by U.S. President George Bush as the beginnings of a new world order, Rothschild, an ideological concept which heralds the final deterioration of the ideal economic political sovereignty as the mainstay of human civilization. Rothschild, synagogue of Satan, all of the above, ancient Canaanite religions. I went into detail on this yesterday and who they are and why they did what they did. When we understand this, when we look at all these different authors and who they were and all these different people who they are, you know, we have to realize that the United States has been instrumental since the OSS became the CIA back in the 40s 
of orchestrating a lot of these world catastrophes. Our government's actions surrounding Syria, for instance, have made America appear not just bloodthirsty but also ridiculous. The Obama administration has taken to the brink of World War III and left us there to stare over the chasm. The slightest breeze could send us pummeling, which I don't believe that, all to generate military support for al-Qaeda, the same organization designated by our establishment as our mortal enemy. Good article. I want you to go ahead and read through that because you need to understand who these guys are and how they continue to machinate the machinations behind the scenes of who these clowns are and what they continue to do. They mentioned the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church has fallen a long ways from what it was called the way. The Catholic Women's College, St. Mary's now, is now to admit transgender applicants due to the edict by Pope. St. Mary's College has approved the policy to consider male applicants who identify as women who would effectively strip the school of its ability to accurately call itself a woman's college. The college non-discrimination policy now says that St. Mary's can consider admission for undergraduate applicants whose sex is female or consistently live and identify as women, according to a report by The Observer. The mission of St. Mary's College is to empower women through education at all stages of life, the policy reads. Essentially, to the mission is fostering a diverse, equitable, inclusive campus experience. This mission is inherently tied to the vision and values of our founders and sponsors, the Sisters of the Holy Cross. I mean, this goes on and on. And on. I'm not going to even talk about this anymore. But guys, listen to me. Yesterday, I met with a friend of mine I hadn't seen in a few years. And it was crazy because he's married now. But he said a few years before he got married, he actually went on a date online. And the guy who showed up didn't seem quite right. The girl who showed up didn't seem quite right. I've already given this away to you. It was a tranny. It was a transgender showed up for the date. And he started talking to the tranny. And, of course, the voice box is always off. And you have that weird voice because they shave the voice box down. And finally he said to him, are you a man or a woman? He goes, how dare you ask me a question like that? That's so offensive to me. And the tranny jumps up and runs out of the room. This is a conversation I got to have on Thanksgiving Day with a friend, which is really a nice topic for Thanksgiving, isn't it? And I thought to myself, wow, what a crazy, crazy world we live in that we have people out there masquerading as women going out with alpha males. Now, let me stop here for one second. Let me just say this in a nice way. I feel sorry for somebody who's suffering from gender transphobia. I feel sorry for them. I do. They're mentally ill. But when you go out with a man who's an alpha, this, this man is an alpha, the one I'm talking to yesterday, and you're a guy and he thinks you're a girl, you're setting yourself up for a beating. Oh, gosh, I can't believe I said that, but I did say that. And, you know, it didn't progress to that level because the tranny was exposed as soon as the sit down started. But, you know, guys who are real men, who are Christian men, who basically don't want to date other men, don't want to be out with a guy dressed like a woman. And what happens is if this happens to you, you need to get out of there as quick as you possibly can before you get triggered. And if there's any kind of idea that this person is not right, you need to walk as quick as you possibly can. That's why you know, even on the dating stuff that I do now, I won't even go out with anybody unless I do a video chat. And the reason I do that is I want to make sure of who I'm going out with because of being catfished and all the rest of the stuff and having to deal with transgenders now. The world that we know it has changed so much. The world that we know it has become such a mess because of the Satan group influencing these people to do all these crazy things and these crazy surgeries and these transition surgeries that we are in a situation now that evil has to come upon us. And the basically the energy field that encompasses the earth is becoming increasingly more evil as it was in the days of Noah, which is exactly what they want. They want to have that energy field that's going to be completely and totally a destruction of the entire planet. 
yesterday I was looking at People magazine and I wanted to see the people that had died in 2023, you know, who were Hollywood, quote unquote, people that were basically, you know, you know, very, 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 very wealthy. And I didn't even realize that Matthew Perry had died. And I thought to myself, wow, you know, this guy from Friends, he's in his 50s. And I have to, you have to ask yourself a question. How many of these people basically, you know, were given the clot shot? How many of these people basically were already on drugs or alcohol or basically had thought their lives were all this and all that? But yet they ended up dying in their 40s and 50s and some of them in their 30s. And I've posted this article on healthmasters.com so you can read through it for People Magazine. This world as we know it is being dramatically changed. Now the Biden administration is coming in and saying they're going to take all of the quote-unquote that they can get off of space that's been abandoned now in major cities and turn it into high-density housing. So we have more and more people in smart cities and more and more people in these high-density housing building facilities. Now, here's the thing that is mind-boggling to me. You're taking a building now that's 100 stories high. That's an office building. And it's got thousands of offices in that side of that building. It housed thousands and thousands of people. And now you're going to convert this 100-story complex that was an office complex into high-density housing. Who's going to pay for all that? I'm just asking the question. Who is paying for all that? I know you try to remodel a kitchen nowadays, it costs a fortune. You try to remodel a bathroom, it costs a fortune. Who is going to pay to remodel a 100-story office building? You know, the trade towers, one of the main reasons they were brought down is they were filled with asbestos, and nobody knew what to do with them because the asbestos removal is going to cost more than the trade towers' value were. And so what ended up happening is the easiest way to do with these things is just to implode them and take out a big you know, insurance policy on them. Remember when Silverman did that right before they went down? All of this stuff – Basically, it's done because they don't want to deal with taking apart a building that's filled with asbestos. Just let's implode it, cause molecular disassociation from a space-based weapon platform, fill it full of thermite, detonate it, and drop it into its footprint and be done with it. And poison everybody with asbestos and asbestos lining in their lungs and all the rest of the stuff that they breathe from that debris that was flushed all over New York City and out into the into the water from that. All of these people out there, they don't care about you. They don't care about me. You know, another article came out again today, and it said that a lot of the people now are dealing with being unbelievably ill from having COVID. And I'm going to stop it. I'm going to say this again because I mentioned this a few weeks ago, and I saw this this morning. I thought it's absolutely the truth. About a third of the people who came down with COVID became extremely depressed, and they have not ever recovered properly. And you think, how in the world could this have happened? How in the world could this people, could these people all be out there you know, and, and they have all these health problems? Well, an article was just, just came out, and it talked about it in detail. It says that all we've got going on now is that all these people that had severe COVID are suffering with mental illness and all kinds of other problems, including severe depression. All of these things are happening to us on an ongoing basis all over the world, and we've got to ask ourselves a question. When are they going to stop? And, the, and that's a very simple question, isn't it? The reality is they're not going to stop. They are not going to ever stop until they get the world back to where they want it under the old world order. And the crazy part about all of this stuff, when I looked at this stuff and I saw it, I thought to myself, they're absolutely right. How many people out there have been basically you know, set up to end up having a situation in which they're un- real depressed right now because of what they've done to them? And I'm going to stop for a second. I'm going to fuss for one second. I'm going to make some people mad on this, and, I, and I'm just going to say something to you. And, I, and I, I'm not trying to be rude or mean or anything else right now. Don't send me a doggone text that tells me that COVID wasn't real. I don't want to listen to it. 
I know darn good and well it was real. My wife, Sharon, at that time got COVID really bad, was coughing up blood. You don't get that from the flu. I've had multiple people that were hospitalized because they couldn't breathe. You don't get that from the flu and who were killed on remdesivir. The COVID bioweapon, when it was released, was extremely real. It mutated quickly. I talked about it on yesterday's show. But don't send me another text or another letter saying, you don't know what you're talking about. It was all a scam. None of it was real. It was very, very real. It mutated quickly when it got into the ecosystem. I got to the second or third or fourth person. It wasn't nearly as bad. But that bioweapon they released, they developed in Wuhan, was very, very real. It was called species jumping is what it was. And it's cost, and it talked about what it did and how it got into the human beings. Don't allow yourself to believe that the stuff that they're dumping on you is not real. It'll kill you deader than a snake in a wagon run if a wagon runs over it. I'm telling you that. You make sure that you keep your immune system strong. And don't listen to these naysayers. Now, at the end, a lot of it was hype. I got to give it that after it's run its course. That was a fact. But in the beginning, that bioweapon they released was extremely dangerous and extremely real. And they've got a whole bunch of those puppies in the pipeline. Just let you know that. That's why you got to take your D3. That's why you got to take your potassium iodide. That's why you got to take your zinc. You got to take your vitamin C in high dosing every single day. You need the nanokinase. You need the N-acetylcysteine. Those actually start especially the the nanokinase it actually goes in some proteolytic enzymes what it is it goes in and starts breaking down the covid system out of the gut you take those things on in the morning on empty stomach it goes into the gut and starts breaking down the spike proteins and preventing their basically their, their rebuilding of the body and replication very very important if you took that shot you take that spike protein survival kit every single day it's critical now be careful with it too these things act as blood thinners. If you start getting little spots on your arms or whatever, you start having bruising, back off of it. Really, really important with that too. But it's so important that we all understand that this was not a hoax. It was real. Coughing up blood. That's not a hoax. Think about that for a second. And don't send me letters like that. But I want you to know something. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. And I love you very, very much. I really do. And we may have a differing opinion on that. But, guys, I know I'm right on that. I spent 400 hours in the biochemical genetics lab at FSU. I know what they can build. I know what we did in that laboratory just on the simplest basis. So I appreciate you guys. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Uh, you're 100% right. I mean, what they did was it, was it was another mutated flu is what they did. They cooked that thing up in the lab to make sure they could use it as an excuse to roll out the true bioweapon, which was the RNA gene therapy shot. That's what the entire story was about. So the entire narrative was about. Ironically enough now, there's a massive, massive class action lawsuit that has now been filed on behalf of troops that were terminated or discharged due to not taking the shot. What's interesting about this, you know, over 100,000 troops were discharged for refusing the vaccine. Over 100,000. I mean, that's, that's a formal amount of people in the U.S. military. And they did so when the recruitment was at an all-time low and effectively prevented many from even serving the country. If you guys remember, they were telling guys they couldn't deploy unless they got the shot. Well, you're going to go to an active combat zone. Of, you got to get your RNA gene therapy shot before you go because, you know, we're not worried about landmines. We're not worried about, you know, small arms fire. We're worried about you catching COVID over in the sandbox. And a lot of these guys were like, no, I'm not going to do it. Not, not playing the game. And a lot of them got religious exemptions that some of them went through. Other guys got different forms of proof that I guess they could sign off on, so to speak. I was leaving it at that. And a lot of guys said, no, we're, we're not playing this game. What's crazy now is I'll put the link. If you guys know anyone that wants to join it, the link will be on here joining this class action lawsuit. And it was essentially the greatest reduction in the U.S. armed forces 
since the end of the Cold War. And probably like it was more likely the greatest self-inflicted threat to national security we've ever pretty much seen. I mean, this wasn't an accident. This wasn't a, oh, whoopsie, we had a problem. This was an active reduction of the U.S. military. And remember, the people that they discharged, they were the ones that stood up and said no. They were the ones that didn't comply. They were the ones that did not consent. They were the ones that not, did not go blindly to get an experimental shot injected into them. They were the free thinkers. That's what it was about. It was about purging the military from people that were actually going to stand up and say, no, this isn't right. We're not doing this. You know, we're not going to fire on unarmed civilians on U.S. soil. We're not going to go along with these. We're not going to go along with gun confiscation. We're not going to go along with mass vaccination or experimental shot. We're not going to do it. That's why they got rid of them. And so now what's happened is this massive class action lawsuit, the lawsuit acknowledges the vaccine was unlicensed and experimental when it came out. Dale Saren, retired Marine, Andy Meyer, Brandon Johnson are all working together to fight this basically for servicemen and women. Sarah believes the back pay will cost the government billions. They said they were basically without the benefit of any due process when they were discharged. No boards were held. They didn't hold an administrative separation board. They didn't hold any hearings. They didn't do any federal recognition boards. None of the administrative or judicial procedures were used. Should they just flat out did it? And then they got the Coast Guard to follow along, and they got a bunch of the Coasties going too. She stated that the Defense Secretary's original order only required U.S. military members to take licensed, approved vaccinations, which the COVID shot was never that. It was experimental. And then they turned around and approved community, community, a completely different vaccine that had never even been produced. And they said, well, the regular emergency use authorization shot, it follows under the umbrella of community now because, well, they're they're similar. So we're approving community that doesn't exist and has never been produced ever. And these drugs now, these new shots, they're going to be covered under this. Again, it was, it was a total workaround, and it was still illegal. There was no, the FDA has no ability to start going in and saying, well, we're going to approve emergency use shot under another name, and it's going to be kind of the same drug, but it never – the whole thing was a sham. It was a total sham. And so, again, this is why they're bringing this class action lawsuit because it was totally illegal what happened to them. And what's interesting is she said, here we go again, round two, you know, basically 20, 15, 20 years later, we're dealing with the same thing we dealt with with the anthrax vaccine in the late 90s and early 2000s. We're right back at vast, mass vaccination of unlicensed vaccines like the government didn't learn last time. There's nothing new under the sun. They are going to be held accountable for this. And spot on. I hope they are. So, again, if you know anybody or you have friends or family that basically were involved in this or got discharged, I highly recommend you get involved in this class action lawsuit. This whole thing, I said it from the very beginning, was completely and totally illegal. And then you had them come in and do their emergency authorization with OSHA, where Biden comes in and signs an executive order that OSHA now has the legal right to force employers to make sure everybody gets a shot or else they're going to find them. Again, completely illegal. There's no basis on that whatsoever. And that's why the Supreme Court finally stepped in and said, this is out of control. This is not okay. This is not legal. You can't just keep forcing people to get an emergency shot because you said so. And again, now we're watching the reason why they wanted to mandate it, the reason why they were trying to force everybody to get it, the reason why they wanted to make sure that people didn't have the ability to do anything other than get the shot, as we're seeing the side effects now continually compound more and more and more. Also, to another news, this is interesting, over in Ireland, 
massive riots last night, if you guys have seen this, as basically the Irish have gotten really, really mad for good reason. If you guys have followed anything with Europe, specifically Ireland and some of the other countries like Sweden and you know, the northern territories of Europe – they have been having mass immigration all over Europe. This has been ongoing for years now. You've watched about it. We're, we're, they are having the same issue we're having a southern border, unless you guys don't think they are. That's been going on over there for years now. It's happened a lot with the Middle Eastern conflicts, especially with Syria and everything else. And they started basically funneling in people from the sandbox countries and pushing them into Europe, giving them the exact same thing, exact same thing they're doing in the United States right now. Divide and conquer from within, where they're bringing these migrants in. They're giving them free health care. They're giving them free housing and hotels. They're giving them free cell phones. They're giving them free money every month to basically live freely, and they're not requiring them to do anything. The problem is when you take a population that's lived in a third-world country their entire life, and all they really know is violence. All they really know is trying to push Sharia Muslim nightmare law, and you start interjecting them into you know areas that are Catholic and Protestant and Christian and you know European values. They don't go together, and apparently this this migrant Muslim immigrant went in and stabbed five people in Ireland yesterday, three of which were young children, one age five. I mean these guys are like in intensive care, and essentially the Irish got mad because the government – the police basically confirmed that you know he's lived in the country for more than two decades, essentially illegally, and it, there's nothing really that they're going to do about it. It's just – Everything's business as usual, and the Irish got pretty irritated last night, and they ended up like burning down the whole city. It's interesting. Look at some photos. Uh, they got serious. They said the Irish people have had enough in Dublin. They're sick of the violence, the sex crimes, the housing issues caused by these migrants, and the revelation that a migrant suspect was responsible now for a mass stabbing of young children. Have had enough. We're not going to allow this to go on any further. And so again, I don't know if. You got some Antifa, and you got basically some individuals in here that were trying to incite this. Obviously, I've told you before, going in and burning down cities is never an option that's actually productive. Let's be real. Now, protesting and maybe standing up in civil disobedience, got that. That could be very effective. But going down and burning down giant buildings and businesses, I've never been a proponent of that. I've never encouraged that type of behavior at all. So it does. I don't know if these guys really just got out of hand with it because they're so mad. Or if you had some provocateurs in the group that now are doing this to try to basically offset what actually happened with this migrant now. There oh, you go. Far, the far right are burning down cities. This is how hatredful they are. This is how racist they are. They're burning down cities because they don't want you know good little legal migrants to come into the country and support the country. This is what they're doing. It's ironic when I first saw the article about these guys and about this situation yesterday. They said far right riots and burns down cities over immigration well first off the if you look at the buildup of what happened yesterday it started out as protest because this guy stabbed three children he's not supposed to be in the country and so it got pretty irritated and then it escalated and again like i said were the provocateurs in there was it kind of like what we saw on january 6 with dozens upon dozens upon dozens of admitted fed boys in masks breaking windows, breaking doors, encouraging people to go in and do stuff where they got earpieces in. You guys have seen the videos 
now we're finding out that there's FBI field agents from all over the country came into D.C. specifically for that day just to incite more violence and basically cause more issues. That, that we're starting to start seeing now, these provocateurs all over the country to try to blame people for not wanting to go along with this illegal migration. thought I would bring that up here. Look at what we're seeing here in the United States now. People are absolutely sick of it. You know, New York, I talked to a friend the other day that just went up there and visited New York, and he said it's crazy. He said it is nuts up there right now how many of the hotels are completely sold out with migrants living there. Just living there. Just, they're, they're everywhere, he said. He said, you know, New York's are already very busy. It's very packed city, New York City is. And he goes, it was ridiculous. And he goes, it's like they're everywhere. And he goes, they're not anybody that's – they're not New Yorkers. They're not you know, people from up north. They're not even Americans. These people don't even speak English, and they're everywhere right now. And I said, wow, you know, that's crazy. I've been hearing about it. I haven't seen it firsthand. But it's exactly what you do to a country when you're trying to divide it and compromise it from the inside is you bring in outside forces and you allow them to essentially do anything they want. And now, again, we're gonna, I guarantee you, and I've talked to Doug about this earlier on the show, they're going to start to use some type of, again, another false flag. Something's going to happen. Some alleged attack is going to happen very, very soon so they can keep the eyes off what's going on with this COVID shot, what's going on with these lawsuits, what's going on with all these health problems. And they've got to keep people distracted. And now they can say, oh, listen, it's because of what happened. Everybody's upset in the Middle East. And they're all mad at Israel because of Israel. Israel has a right to carpet bomb the entire world. So it's okay. They're just mad at Israel. That's why these terrorists are doing this. So we just, we just need to endure more terrorist attacks so we can continue to support more violence in every other country around the world. The concepts and ideology that they tell everybody is pure gaslighting. It's total lies. They're telling you this to continue to manipulate the hearts and minds of the population to get people to comply with what's going on. Don't comply, my friends. Keep getting the truth out there and always ask questions. When you see something, always look at the deeper meaning in it. When you start seeing stuff get a lot of media coverage, always start digging and figure out what's really happening behind the scenes because like I've told you before, there's articles I'll bring up on the show, and they get no coverage on mainstream media. I mean I got to dig them out of a hole. I find places that have them or their local place to report on them. I verify them. They're legit. And nobody talks about them. Like the alleged you know, uh, shooter, the mass, alleged mass shooter at that Colorado amusement park that they find in the women's bathroom with a gunshot wound to his head in a stall with plate carrier, with ballistics on, with rifle, mags, pistols, loadout, and then on the wall it says, I am not a killer. Well, that, that, that doesn't get any media press. Nobody wants to question what really happened there. No, literally got like one day of media coverage on some small sites, and that was it. Nobody's talked about it. Nobody's looked into it. Nobody's reported on it whatsoever. Again, that's because they don't want people talking about it. When they cover every single topic on it firsthand, eyewitness, right now, 24-7 coverage, there's always an agenda because the media does nothing that is unplanned. Everything has a specific reason for them doing it dead. What do you think? Austin, that was excellent. Uh, now let me, let me back it out a little bit. What we're having here and what was created for us is a class of culture. That's what this is. They've placed Muslims all over the world inside of Judeo-Christian Western civilization. That's what it's called, Judeo-Christian. I don't call it Judeo-Christian. I call it Christian civilization because Judeo-Christian is oxymoron because the two are diametrically opposed because of the Talmud. But what's interesting about this is is that this was done on purpose to create this conflict. Now, this guy's been sitting in the United States or sitting in England for the past 20 years. This is not somebody who basically has not been westernized. And for him to get triggered and start stabbing little children, 
Number one, did he really do it? That's number one. Number two, did somebody wind him up and turn him loose? Is this part of Operation Condor and Operation Gladio again? Those are two basically CIA programs. One was used in South America with Operation Condor, and Operation Gladio was used to try to foment hatred against Russia and the Soviet Union using General Galen from basically Germany that was supported and funded through the OSS and then basically through the CIA back in the 50s and 60s. And they were putting off bombs everywhere in Europe in order to basically say the Russians are doing it, the Russians are doing it. All of this stuff has to be reconciled in your mind to understand what's happening here. Always, always, always question the narrative of who's bringing you this information. Suddenly, Ireland has some kids stabbed. My deepest condolences to the family of these children if this really happened. I don't even know what to say. I don't know what kind of sicko would do this to somebody. You know, there's one of the Jason Bourne movies in which the one guy I forgot his name, Jeremy something or other, was playing Jason Bourne. And they had this laboratory where they were working on super soldiers. And also they wind up one of those doctors in this laboratory and he starts shooting and killing everybody. So they wind him up and turn him loose. And they start, you start to realize that they have this type of technology. They can do this to people. So was this person, this Muslim brought to a facility, was he reprogrammed to have this done? Or did they use somebody fake and blame it on him? Remember when they had the Colorado shooting in Aurora and they find the guy who supposedly did the shooting sitting by his car, dressed up full battle gear, completely incoherent. And they said, oh, he's the one who did this. He's dressed up like the Joker. You guys remember that? We have no idea if he was the person who walked into a dark theater and did this. And then we hear there were more than one. There was more than one shooter. The whole thing was a weird situation. Look at Vegas. You have, a, you have a helicopter video of gunfire coming out of the helicopter. They go into the guy's room that supposedly did all the shooting. The windows aren't broken out, and there's casings all over the floor, guns thrown over the place, and he's dead. All of these things are just set-up lies in most cases. They're all false flags that are being done in order to foment chaos, foment a new world order, foment conflict. That's what they're doing. They come in, the Muslims are doing it, the Muslims are doing it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, we opened the borders into England to allow Muslims to come in. Angela Merkel, who's probably the most effective person at destroying and completely severing the German culture from its roots and its past, brought in millions and millions and millions of people into Germany and basically destroyed Germany. You go there now, the streets are filthy in a lot of the big cities. Never was before, it was always clean. You go there now, people are sleeping on mattresses, you know, and urinating in the bushes and still pouring across the border. Remember what Gaddafi said? You take me out, you will open the doors into Europe for migration that will be unprecedented. And we took him out, and it happened. All of these things are part of the new world order. They have to have a clash of civilizations in order to create massive conflict to create their new world order. Out of chaos will come a new world order. We've talked about this on this show so many times. Then also said something funny to me. It just, I laughed about it. I said, can Israel carpet bomb the entire world and it's okay? And I thought about it. I said, well, crap. If you're a Zionist, Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan, Schofield Bible devotee, the answer would be, yeah, it's okay. I told you I had that one lady on the show many years ago. When we first got started before I knew better. I only brought her on one time. Don't even remember her name, and she's a hardcore Zionist, and I didn't realize all of that until I had her on, and I talked to her one day off the air, and I said to her, I said, why are you so pro-Israel? And she goes, well, if we don't bless Israel, we're going to be cursed. I said, it's not true. It's not true. 
I said, Israel had its big shot in the Old Testament. They wouldn't stop sacrificing their children to the, to the demons, and God had enough of it, and he scattered them. He allowed it to happen. God says that he allowed it to happen. He's going to do this to them. They had their shot. It was through the Schofield Reference Bible, through political Zionism, through the Balfour Declaration, that the Luciferian Kabbalah synagogue of Satan Masonic Lodges brought this whole thing back into fruition again to bring in a third temple, to rebuild the third temple, to bring out their demonic antichrist, pierce him in the Holy of Holies with the Spear of Destiny, shed his blood on the altar, bring him out on the temple steps and declare himself God. This whole machination is because of that, all of the behind the scenes. And we go into depth on that in yesterday's show. But here's the thing. Will we continue to believe all of these narratives? My answer is no. I don't believe any of it. You know, I, I'm always telling people nowadays, they say, well, who are you? A, are you, you, you vote Republican or Democrat? I said, neither. I'm a political agnostic. I don't believe any of it. I believe until the voting machines are fixed, nothing's going to be right anyhow. And then we have people like the ex-CIA director Michael Hayden smearing patriotic American Christians, saying that we are no different from Hamas terrorists. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, do you see the link he just did? We have Hamas terrorists, Muslim terrorists, stabbing little children in Ireland, causing massive riots and burnings to take place. Because have you heard the term the fighting Irish? You know, the last time I was in Ireland, I was there with Austin and Dalton. We brought them along. He also was 20 years ago. And I remember we were driving around Ireland. And I can say there's three things that I saw in Ireland. Red, white, and blue. You think, red, white, and blue? What are you talking about, red, white, and blue? Almost everybody who was an indigenous Ireland person had red hair. They had unbelievably pasty white skin, and they had the most blue, crystal blue eyes I've ever seen. Red, white, and blue. I joked about it with Austin and Dalton, and they said, you're right. All the indigenous people were red, white, and blue. Well, so now, now suddenly they bring in this entire new culture into Ireland, which is a small country, by the way. You can drive around it in a few days. There's not much to it. You know, it's a little island, part of the island, part of Great Britain, the world that's next to it. But the, but the reality is all of this stuff is interesting to what you know we see happening all over the world. And then this guy's saying that basically Christians are the same as terrorists. Former NSA, this is NSA now, and CIA chief. One of the top guys in the administration, Michael Hayden, who has fashioned the post-government career attacking and censoring conservatives, is spending his Christmas, excuse me, his Thanksgiving week smearing patriotic American Christians who own firearms, firearms, saying that they were different than Hamas terrorists. On Wednesday, this ridiculous nightmare, Michael Hayden responded to a post on X that just opposed two photos of a woman holding an American flag, a Bible, and a handgun. This is a woman. The other of a Palestinian terrorist, Reem Rashid, who killed himself, herself, along with four Israelis in a 20, 2004 suicide bombing that was claimed by Hamas and Al-Aqa Marta's Brigade. No different at all, Hayden claimed. No different at all. Hayden's preposterous claims came less than two months after Hamas terrorists launched the October 17th, the 7th raid, when Israel turned its defenses down. His alarming rhetoric is part of his ongoing smear against conservatives, particularly supporters of President Donald Trump. Now, I'm going to read you what it actually says. This is from Breitbart. Breitbart is completely and totally compromised since they killed Breitbart. Listen to listen how the actual sentence reads. Hayden's preposterous claims comes less than two months after Hamas terrorists launched their October 7th massacre of approximately 1,200 Israelis, the worst attack on Jewish people since the Holocaust. That's the narrative here. You hear what, I, you, you hear what I'm, I'm reading you from Breitbart. That's why I have to censor this stuff when I read it to you because I don't believe what it says because of that. 
So he's saying now that if you're a patriotic American Christian, you're basically no different than Hamas terrorists that basically attacked Israel, which means one equals one equals one. That means all Christians hate Israel and will attack Jews because they're Hamas terrorists. That's what he's saying in this article. And it's painting this picture of people in the United States being this unbelievably wild group of individuals who run around shooting guns and basically want to take out Israel's. This is nonsense. And what it does, subconsciously, it links you back to that. And you want to say, oh, no, 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 I will never do that. Can Israel carpet bomb the entire world? You know, I was in touch with Pastor Chuck Baldwin over the weekend. He wished me happy Thanksgiving or over the week. This last couple of days, it all just turns or gets twisted around. It always seems like Saturday with Thanksgiving. And, you know, he's coming back on the show. We're going to get Todd to set it up so we can do a taping in the afternoon with him. Uh, he's one of the finest men I know. You guys need to support Pastor Chuck Baldwin. Good man. Good friend. And he and I are pretty much on the same page on all this mess. And the sad part about it is, is where are the rest of the Christian conservatives? Oh, that's right. Schofield Reference Bible. Samuel Untermeyer. 100 years of brainwashing. You know, why in the world can Israel carpet bomb the entire world? And that lady who I had on the show, I'm going back to what I said, what she said to me that day. She said, I don't care if Israel destroys the entire planet, kills billions of people. I'm standing with Israel because I don't want to be cursed. And I thought to myself, wow. Since we started supporting Israel, you know, back in the 40s and 48, you know, what's happened to our country? Man, have we gone down the slippery slope of cultural Marxism, haven't we? Have we been blessed or cursed? Now we got little boys and girls being told they'd be boys or girls when they're five years old. Either or, doesn't matter anymore. We have little boys and girls being put on puberty blockers. You go on a date, you got to try to make sure it's not a guy. I mean, unbelievable. You, go, you, you, you basically have perverts in the school boards. We got rid of pretty much all of them but one on this last election here in Polk County. When Austin and I went up there, and well, what we did is we raised hell. We did. And I mean that in a sincere way. I'm not cussing there. I mean, we raised hell. And I thought, well, this is not going to happen here. Not happening on my watch. And we don't have kids in the school system. We raised hell. And I got to say it three times about that. You guys fuss with me later about that one. But the reality is this. I've had enough of it. I mean, I'm not going to sit back and watch this stuff anymore. I'm going to stand against it. And that's what Austin and I always try to do on this show. So you guys try to do. You try your best to do what's right in God's eyes, but yet we got this entire onslaught of this world coming against us and coming against us and coming against our children because they want us to realize that they can do whatever they want to do, and there's absolutely nothing that we can do that's going to change this. You know, government now reveals the Aurora AI supercomputer that can process two quintillion calculations per second. Wow, the uses of the Aurora will be cloaked with highly classified projections and protections and secrecy that entrust a modern priesthood of technocrats to do what they deem best supposedly for humanity. This will be another AI computer. They have no idea how it works, like the D-Wave, in which all they're trying to do, and it says this, from war on terror to AI-powered monsters. Yeah, that's exactly what they're going to do. They want Lucifer to be omnipresent in this computer system and tie you into an AI linkage so they can control your hearts and minds and your, body, your bodies all the days of your life. It's an interesting article today, and it's a good one. It says, with the grand culling fully underway, the New York Times story warns of abominable, abominable days ahead as far too many parents have now played Russian roulette with the lives of their children by injecting them with a COVID clot shot. Yeah, the New York Times story titled, Can't Think, Can't Remember, More Americans Say They're in a Cognitive Fog. This deals with the COVID virus and the vaccine. The subtle avoided reality and blamed long COVID 
who that subtitle being adults in their 20s and 30s and 40s are driving the trend. Researchers point to long COVID as a major cause. Confirming what we've been reporting about the overall mental health of America since the vaccines came out of the people, especially those in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, started dropping dead out of the blue. Quite often, young, healthy athletes in the primes of their lives were suffering from no known physical ailments. This new story over the news addicts, basically, have we have linked to this website, offers an amazing look at the implications of what's now unfolding. Sudden death exploding about vaccine children and babies. All of this stuff that we covered all the way, all the way, and it's, and it's, it's the brain fog. In many cases, it's not brain fog, guys. It's real brain injury. It's real depression. Real problems that are associated with getting COVID and taking that COVID clot shot, disease shot, kill shot, and remdesivir. And not to mention doggone chemtrails and the aluminum and the barium that goes through the oil factor system into the brain. This is why I take magnesium brain food, one full tablespoon every single day to keep my brain clear. And it gets rid of brain fog. And it's, it's, it's probably one of the best products we carry. One tablespoon a day. You say, well, that's expensive. You, yeah, I know it is. You're right. It costs me a lot, too. But it's just one of those things. It keeps my brain clear as crisp as the daylight, as, 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 as a cold, crisp evening in the fall with no chemtrails. And guys, listen to me. We've got to do what we have to. We know, when we know that magnesium theonate will go in and pull heavy metals back out of the brain, you better be doing it if you're breathing without a double can of respirator with micro, you know, micro, microfiltration. This stuff is a mess they're spraying on us, and they're continuing to do this to us. Think about the degradation of human society and what they've done to us just over the past 20 years. Over the past 20 years since the Patriot Act was implemented and this American military-industrial complex, this spy network, has completely infiltrated all of our lives. We have got to stand our ground and stand with Jesus, who is the finisher and the author and the perfecter of our faith. I mentioned this repeatedly yesterday. We have to be the ones to say, no, I'm standing with Jesus. I'm not standing with Trump. I'm not standing with Obama. I'm certainly not standing with that Biden weirdo. I'm not standing with any of these guys. I'm standing with Jesus. because. In the end, isn't he the one who stands with us before God Almighty? And isn't he the one that transforms us back to that of the Father? Isn't he the one that died for our sins? Isn't his blood what brings us back to repentance and changes our DNA back to that of the Father? Isn't it through Christ that we can become all things with God through him? Aren't we in blood covenant with Jesus? Let's stick with Jesus all the days of our life. I love you guys. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. Well, there's no question about it. I mean, there's it's there the push in the drive of what they're doing now is getting more and more blatant and obvious. It's getting I mean it's it's very open now. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. When you start having, you know, grown men say that, you know, they can go in the bathroom with little children, they can dress up like transvestites and that everything's normal and okay. I mean, you realize that we're we're in a very strange time. Speaking of the shots, too, I saw this article here earlier that now the – this is crazy. In Oregon, back in 2019, if you remember this, Oregon of all places decided that they were going to be the first state in the U.S. to permit dentists to inject children with vaccines. I brought this up in 2019. In 2021, under the PrEP Act during COVID, dentists all across the U.S. were given authority to start vaccinating their patients in an effort to vaccinate more children and adults with the experimental shot, regardless – whether the state they resided in allowed dentists to give vaccines or not. You remember they had the, I mean, you had people in the middle of Publix sitting there, you know, with shots and coolers. All right, get your shot. Come over here and get your shot. We're just sending out hypodermic needles everywhere. You get a shot, you get a shot, you get a shot. Everybody gets a shot. It was crazy what they were doing with it. And so now 
you've seen that it expanded. Well, now the American Dental Association was so pleased, I guess, with the role of dentists becoming essentially mass murderers, the ones that went along with this. They've now campaigned to have all states allow children uh, to have children, all children childhood vaccines to be administered by dentists now. This is what the American Dental Association is doing nationwide. That's the next push. So what's happened is exactly what I've told you guys. A lot of parents are becoming more aware of what's going on with the pediatricians. They, they know. You don't have to take your kid to the pediatrician. The question is why. I've had this conversation with so many people. They go, what do you, what do you mean? You'll take your kid to the doctor every three months? I said, why? Why? Well, you know, they got to get checked out. I said, get checked out. Is he seven years old? Is he gaining weight? Is he getting taller? Is he getting stronger? Is he getting faster? Is he getting smarter? Is he staying healthy? Yeah. Okay. And what, what else do we have to do here? We're going to sit there and basically have the doctor, you know, put a stethoscope on him. Oh, his heart sounds good. Uh, looks healthy. Ah, well, before you leave, remember, you've got to get your next round of shots every six months. The entire premise of what they have indoctrinated people to go along with is to continually go in to get routine injections. That is the reason why they push the pediatricians to do what they do and why they've tried to brain and train people to go to the doctor's office even when they're healthy. That concept has never been something that's ever been available in the United States. Nobody just goes to the doctor, you know, as a child every three to six months just to get looked at. You know, adults, maybe you get blood work done. You don't have to go to a doctor for that. You can order labs online. That's what I do all the time. I order them online. Basically go to, you know, uh, Persona Labs and go to Walgreens, get bloods drawn, get blood work back, look at everything, go through it, and do what I need to do. I don't need to go to a doctor. What for? You know, they're there for a specific reason, to my opinion. You break an ankle, you break a wrist, you got to get something set. Okay, I got it. You got to get x-rays. You got to figure out how bad the break is. Got that. Got that. Been there many times. Got that. But as far as this concept of what they're doing now, so why are they going for the dentist? Well, because everybody at some point has to get their teeth clean, period. You got to get your teeth clean. Got to take care of your dental hygiene. Make sure your teeth are staying good and clean and healthy. You know what I mean? Cavities. So now the people are dropping away from the pediatrician's office. Now they want to get full usage and availability for dentists to administer all childhood vaccines now. That right there shows you that their agenda is to expand further and further with these kids. So now they're going to come in. Oh, your teeth look good, little Jimmy. We need to give you another fluoride treatment. And oh, by the way, you're up for your routine shots now. You've got to get eight more injections while you're here. Guys, where are we going with this? How much longer are people going to blindly sit around and say this is okay? This is why they're pushing it. So just something to be aware of. If you're in a certain state that starts allowing this or they try to federally push this, be aware that when you go to the dentist, you're going to be up for another fight with the, the, these dentists if they start trying to jab the kids and give them approval. That's why, like, when I'm, we have a dentist that we take the kids to, it's really good. And they know we do no fluoride treatment, period. Zero, none whatsoever. They've talked about it. They've asked it multiple times. And no, absolutely not. No fluoride treatment. None, zero. Well, you know, I said, I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'm not going to get into you about it. I'm here for a service that I'm paying for. That is all I want. That is all I'm asking for, a specific service that I'm paying for. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm not going to argue with you about it any further. Okay, fair enough. We'll get teeth cleaned done. Make sure you don't have any cavities. Done deal. <laughs> Congratulations. Have a nice day. You're doing your job. <laughs> Concept's crazy. But again, this is why it's so important to be educated. So you don't walk into the dentist's office and go, oh, what do you mean that my child needs his annual routine shots? Oh, yeah, he needs to get it. So we have shots now at the dentist where they cavity shots. Like we got to give him shots to prevent cavities. Oh, no, no, it's just his routine vaccination. You want to go ahead and sign off right now and get them? 
I guess. I mean, that's something normal now. I was like, okay, whatever. And a lot of people are going to be bamboozled into it. And now the fact that the RNA gene therapy shot is on the childhood shot schedule, they're going to be pushing this thing like no end now because they want to get these children injected with these spike proteins at an early, early age to basically reduce the population down. My friends, stay educated, stay awake, stay aware, continue to get the truth out there on a regular basis, and by all means, keep yourselves and your family as healthy as possible. Try to eat as clean as you possibly can. You know, I've told people before, it's always 80-20, more like 90-10 with me, but 80-20, maybe eat 80% clean, 20%, you know, moderately decent. You can stay in pretty good shape and you can stay pretty healthy. You can't flip that around. You can't do 20% decent and 80% garbage. You're going to be sick all the time. Your body's not going to function properly. But again, you've got to look at it and go, okay, what do I want to eat on a regular basis? And is it going to be beneficial for me? And just look at it and make sure you're doing your research on what you're putting in your body. That's so, so important because I've talked to you guys repeatedly about the preservatives and the toxins and the glyphosate and the sweeteners and the food coloring, the high fructose corn syrup. I bring it up all the time, not because I want to repeat myself, but because because I want to continue to educate or remind people to do their own research. We get a lot of new listeners, a lot of new customers, and people are learning more. So, some, so a lot of stuff I have to be redundant on because it's topics that are really that important. And it's some of the easiest things you can do right now to make changes. I've told people that before. We're like, well, New Year's Eve, I'm or New Year's, I'm going to do New Year's, you know, this and that. Okay, well, you know, you can start eating clean today. You can just not go get a cheeseburger today. You can not get that 64-ounce big gulp of Coca-Cola today. You don't have to wait until tomorrow. So I encourage you guys, stay strong and stay healthy. If you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us. Black Friday sale at Health Masters one time a year, 5% off store-wide. Thanks, 5 on the website. Plug that coupon code in and grab anything you want. Stock up on it and be sure to check out the product of the week. Really want everybody to try this out. Give me your feedback on it. It's a fairly newer product we've had over the last year, but it's really, really effective. We've got a lot of good positive feedback from it. So try out the Ashwagandha right now on sale for 10% off and throw that coupon code if you want to on it. You guys have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend, my friends. Enjoy your time with your friends, your family, whatever you're getting into. Stay safe. We'll talk to you back again on this show Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.